to the Monday, October, what is it, 2nd, October 2nd, High Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast, and what the hell was with that song, Derek, you got me all bummed out now, I'm feeling kind of low, like it's a rainy Monday or something, what's up? I know, I apologize for that, but uh, it had to be done, uh, the song Rainy Days and Mondays, I mean, sitting here right in my office looking out my window right now, it's raining, it's Monday, yeah. Vikings no longer have Delvin Cook this year, and we lost the game. The game's not even a big deal. We can go back and, and steal another game, you know, beat Detroit there, and you're fine. But just just a downer. I mean, that you know, right away in the second half, we fumble coming out on that stupid fucking wildcat play that they call that never goes anywhere. Get the ball back. We're still up 7-6. Delvin Cook breaks it out to the right, and you could just see the ball went flying. I knew right away. I mean, you don't guys don't go down like that when they don't get hit unless something's really wrong. All the air just sucked out of the out of the stadium after that. The worst second half I've seen in a long, long time. So that's why I played yeah. the damn song. All right, it's appropriate then, I assume. And uh, Tom, you're feeling kind of low yourself, right, today? Yeah, I got a lot of Delvin Cook shares. Love that kid. It was like like Derek said, you know, non-contact injuries are ACLs. That's just what they are now. We've seen it countless times over. I mean, Jordy a few years ago, Kelvin Benjamin. Every time it's a non-contact injury. It's an ACL, and when they walk off the field, it's a fucking ACL because guys apparently can walk off the field when their knees are completely shattered these days. I don't fucking understand that, but yeah, that was a that was a buzzkill because he was headed for a, a great day. I mean, he had I think thirteen or fourteen points in PPR at halftime, yeah. and a full half to go against a defense that's really struggled against the run. Yeah, it just it sucks because you're talking about a guy who had maybe top five upside at running back. He's gone. I mean, it's just brutal. Absolutely. Uh, you know, he scored in the first half. He looked great on that run where he got hurt. He looked yeah. great. He was going to bust a big one there. I, I got to tell you, I agree with you. When they walk off, you know it's an ACL. And I'm telling you what, I tore my ACL. It was a long time ago, 75, but I didn't walk one step. People carried me off the field, and uh, I don't know how these guys walk off. I mean, obviously, their legs are stronger than mine was, but uh, when they walk off, it's just amazing. It blows my mind that they're able to do that with a torn ACL. So, uh, I mean, he's going to be out a long time. He'll be lucky if he's ready for the start of next year. So it's a big blow for the Vikings. And, you know, let's just talk about the Vikings. They have the, 
The Bears next, and we got Mitchell Trubisky, who's going to be the starting quarterback. That's Monday Night Football, and then they've got the Packers after that. So what a stretch for the Vikings here. Yeah, we're staring uh, two and four right in the face right now. It sounds like they actually may get Sam Bradford ready for Monday night. I'll believe that when I actually see it. Um, Case Keenum up and down again. We've seen we've seen two downs and an up now. So hopefully Bradford's back. But uh, if not, I have no idea what they'll do. That Bears that Bears front seven just got to be chomping at the bit with with what we have right now. Well, let's talk about what they have, Tom, because people will be preparing for Fab on Wednesday already. They've got Latavius Murray and they've got Jarek McKinnon now. Murray might be available at free agency. I don't think McKinnon is anywhere in the NFFC. But uh, what do you do if those two guys are out there? Yeah, what do you do? Um, I mean, Latavius Murray was initially signed to be the starting running back there. They signed him in the offseason. They let Peterson go. Then, of course, they drafted uh, Delvin Cook, and everything changed. But the initial plan was for Latavius Murray to be their guy. I mean, he signed a three-year deal worth $15 million. You don't give that money to a backup. So you would think he'd get the first shot at it. The problem is he's not very good. So second problem is, like Derek said, the Chicago front seven's pretty good. So it's not a good matchup. But I do think Latavius Murray gets the first shot. But here's what I'll say about Jarek McKinnon. He closed out last season really, really impressively. In the last six games, he had five games with five receptions or more. The only game where he didn't get five, he caught three, had 110 total yards and a touchdown. I wouldn't be surprised if McKinnon ends up being the more valuable fantasy player, especially yeah. if they can't run the ball well and they're forced to throw it a lot. That's where Jarek McKinnon can help you. Here's so what McKinnon's going to be. Yeah, I think McKinnon's going to be more valuable, no doubt about it. Go ahead, Derek. Yeah, here's what I was going to say. I think you know once they get Bradford back, they got Michael Floyd coming off suspension now too, and they they do like Michael Floyd. So I think that we're going to see a lot of uh, three wide receiver sets, which we don't see a ton of Minnesota. It's usually Diggs and Thielen, and maybe you know a tight end and a fullback or something like that. I think they're going to have to at this point move to. a uh, you know, kind of more vertical passing game with three wide receivers and using McKinnon a lot in the passing game. That's what I think they need to do. Well, can we admit, though, that Latavius Murray did not look good yesterday? He looked very stiff. He also says his ankle's not 100%, so he's not healthy. He's not the same back we saw last year. We're comparing him to last year. He did not look good yesterday, did he, Derek? No, he didn't. Seven carries for, I think he had 20 yards or 21 yards or something. He just just looked slow getting to the hole. Stiff. And, yep, just yep. there's... I, hopefully he, he improves, but again, I, I think we're looking, staring at a lot of situations like last year, and hopefully, uh, as Tom made it sound, you know, in the last five, six games where Jarek McKinnon can just help in the passing, but I think the Vikings are be, becoming a, a, a passing team at this point. All right, as long as it's a rainy Monday and we're downers, let's stay on the injury frontier. Chris Carson, broken ankle. Uh, He's out. He looked pretty good as well. Seattle started to get things moving last night. Uh, what do you do now, Tom, in Seattle? Uh, you've got Eddie Lacy. Yeah, Thomas Rawls, who was a healthy scratch last night. What goes on there? Yeah, well, then, plus C.J. Procise should be back in a week or so. Uh, J.D. McKissick. Somebody named J.D. McKissick emerged in the backfield last quick. night. He did. So now that's four guys who could factor into this situation. Yeah, good luck figuring that out. Honestly, like Minnesota, this could be the team where I'm looking more for the receiving running back because I don't know if they'll run it effectively, so I'd kind of want the guy who's going to be on the field in passing situations. And when healthy, that should be C.J. Procise. But, of course, Procise is a major durability issue. But he's kind of the guy, I'd be, if I had to go there, and I'd probably prefer to avoid that backfield, he'd probably be the guy I'd be targeting. 
Yeah, it's a mess there, isn't it, Derek? I mean, if Rawls is available, it's very possible that he is available. Do you go after him at all? Do you think Lacey gets any of the carries? I mean, he did after the injury, obviously, but they're just running out the clock. What do you think there? Uh, if he's available, he's probably a guy I'd throw a few bucks at. Again, I, I usually have you know my 19th and 20th spots where I kind of you know you got to use him to do with what's the now. So again, I don't I don't know that I'd want to count on him. Too much moving forward. I think this is Russell Wilson's team moving forward without a question. He's going to be throwing the ball a lot. He's had two monster games in a row, and I, I just think this sets up to be a to be a Russell Wilson led offense now more than we've ever seen in the past. Yep, I think you're right there. He looked good last night too. And man, that guy can scramble. He's fantastic to watch scramble. A stay on the injury front here. I'm going to go with the Titans here. Marcus Mariota. Uh, did not look good with the hamstring. He scored. He, he hurt it while he was scoring his second rushing touchdown. So that was a bummer. Here's the deal. Matt Castle came in, 18 plays. They got 24 yards, and he had three turnovers. That's not a very good job there. So without him, you know, this Titans team went into yesterday. If they win that game, they start to take control of that division. Instead, they lose the game. They lose Mariota. What now, Tom? Huh. Well, I mean, he averaged a yard of play. That's pretty, pretty good. Um, no, they got problems there. Obviously, the injury hopefully isn't serious. Uh, they're saying Malarkey said today it's it's comparable to what DeMarco Murray had. So maybe it's a week or two at most for him. That would be the best case scenario. But yeah, I mean, they want to run the ball anyway. But if they've got to go to Matt Castle, they may run it like 60 times just to keep the ball away from him in the passing game. So it's a Concern if you've got Richard Matthews, a little bit of a concern for Delaney Walker, but they're going to have to run it. So maybe Derrick Henry comes into the mix because if they are able to play from the front, they're going to want to run it a lot, and they can't give every carry to DeMarco Murray. All right, one injury, uh, injury yesterday, Derek. Uh, Julio Jones went out in the first half, did not come back in. He's hurting. He's got a hip injury. The good news is he's off this week with the bye. So you don't have to make the decision this week. We'll watch in a couple of weeks. But it's getting kind of frustrating for owners like myself. I got him in the auction league, paid good price for him. I thought he was going to have a breakout year again this year. What do we do now? Well, I mean, welcome to the world of Julio Jones. We see this every year. Yeah. He's always seems to be banged up with something, uh, you know, foot, the ankle, the hips. Uh, that's that's just what Julio, Julio Jones is at this point. Uh, to me, it's almost where he's getting to the point where you, I don't even know that you can consider him in that in that top echelon of wide receivers anymore. Cause you can, just can never count on him playing full games at this point. It's just it's. I mean, the bye week obviously will help. The coach came out today. Uh, said he doesn't think he's going to miss miss a game with you know because of the bye week. So hopefully it's yeah. all systems go when he gets back. But again, how long is it before he gets banged up again? Yep, you got to throw him out there. You definitely got to throw him out there if he's in the starting lineup and hope he can last the whole 60 minutes. All right, a couple more injuries. We don't need to get into it. Derek Carr got hurt yesterday. It looks like he's going to be okay. We'll follow his situation. Jordan Matthews, broken thumb. He's going to be out probably three to four weeks. So heads up there. Speaking of the Bills, let's talk about it. Uh, Bills with wins over Denver and the Falcons the last two weeks. How about the Rams? Let's talk about the Rams, too. Win on the road at Dallas. Suddenly Dallas is reeling, and they host the Packers this week. Tom, did you expect those two teams to be doing what they're doing right now? No, obviously not. Uh, I'm very impressed by the Buffalo defense. As much as anything, I think their their defense is what's enabled them to get to a 3-1 record. Nobody was picking them to lead the AFC East after the first month, but there they are. As far as the Rams, 
Jared Goff has really taken a big step forward. Obviously, it helps the team immeasurably that Jeff Fisher is gone because look at how good Todd Gurley is again. So you got Gurley, who's maybe the best running back in the NFL right now as we speak, sit here today. Jared Goff taking a big step forward. Here's what impressed me the most. They go against Dallas, score a shitload of points, and Sammy Watkins wasn't a factor at all. It was Gurley, Cooper Cup. I mean, that tells you how good this team is right now, that they don't even need Sammy Watkins, and they can still put up 30-plus on just about anybody. But the Rams are the highest-scoring team in the NFL. Think about that. This is a team that just looked so lethargic to get 100 yards passing last year. You want to talk about coach of the year. Holy cripes. That's unbelievable. They are the highest-scoring team, and New England is giving up the most points. Bilicek, the Hall of Fame defensive whiz, has given up the most points. How on real is that, Derek? That's two scenarios there. That's a crazy uh, set of circumstances over there in the AFC East. Who would have thought, um, like you said, the Buffalo Bills 3-1, and one, Patriots and Jets both at 2-2, two and two, and then you got the Miami Dolphins who are literally, I mean, if if a circus flip guy kicker makes a kick against them, they're 0-3 they're yeah. and probably talked about as universally as the doormat of the NFL at this point. The Dolphins just look awful. Uh, just a crazy, crazy situation in the NFL. You can't figure anything out from week to week right now still. That's what you get when you get Jay Cutler. I'm sorry. He just still looks unmotivated. That whole offense looks unmotivated. I think it just comes from the top there. And I'm laying it on Jay Cutler there. All right, Tom, let's talk about the Eagles. You see them run, 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 run? That's what we've been saying all the time. Don't pick up Carson Wentz because they're just going to run, 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 right? Yeah, no, that's exactly not what I said. I love Carson Wentz as a QB, too. Now, keep in mind, as well as they ran the ball yesterday, uh, Torrey Smith dropped an 80-yard bomb for a touchdown for Wentz. So Wentz's day could have been magical if Torrey Smith had caught that pass. But they are really running the ball well. And what's crazy is all three of their running backs are running the ball well. Obviously, Blunt had the big day, a long run, 100 yards plus. But Wendell Smallwood looked good. Corey Clement continues to look good. They've got three guys right now. They're running it really well. You know, the nice thing about this, though, for Wentz is their secondary is atrocious. So they're going to give up points on a weekly basis. So Wentz is going to be there. But, boy, I'm, I'm shocked by what the running game is doing. I didn't expect this. Maybe it won't continue, but it's been a good two-week run for sure. The bad news is they roll the dice every week with this backfield, don't you, Derek? I mean, who do you start? And what, as soon as you do blunt, he doesn't get a, a touch, you know? So it's just very, very difficult to predict in that backfield. Yeah, I don't. I still would have trouble starting any of those guys in, in one of our no. leagues. Just, again, unpredictability is too much. You can't start all three of them, so you know what I mean? It's it's You kind of live and die with the choice. It's tough. Yeah, it's I, me. It's, it's, I, go ahead, Tom. I I started small one in the serious dynasty league yesterday. I got him in my dynasty last uh, last year, so I was pretty fired up about that. Nice play. So there you go. That's who. That's who the play. I honestly think he's the play because he's yeah. their PPR guy. I think he's the guy who can most closely get to what Sproles was providing before he got hurt. I don't trust Legarrette Blunt at all. I would. I would be able to start Smallwood as like a number three, a flex guy. All right, just a heads up that this is the first bye week of the season. There's four teams on byes, and they're going to affect all of us fantasy players. Broncos are on bye. Falcons are on bye. Saints are on bye. Redskins are on bye. So we got some quarterbacks sitting out this week. Matt Ryan, who probably needs to sit out for a week. And then we got Drew Brees as well. The Saints are on a roll. How about that Saints defense, huh? Oh, my. 
Oh, no, that's right. It was Jay Cutler against. Okay, don't get too high on that one. But, all right, so those are your bye weeks. Remember that as you get ready for FAB. Okay, Derek, before we go here, we got to do good calls and bad calls that we made on Friday. Hey, good call by you, Derek, when you said you were going to see the safety in that Seattle game. That, that was what? What? <laughs> I think we got to give that to Derek who did that. <laughs> it wasn't Derek. That was me on Thursday. That was a hell of a call. What a call. Seriously, what a call. I nailed that one. <laughs> I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, I did. Very close on the final score. You said it was going to be like thirty-five to two. I said thirty-five to two. They beat them pretty much by thirty-three. Yeah, pretty 18, close. The same you know, spread. Yeah. Yep. All right, we'll give you one accolade there. Good All job right. on the safety call. How'd you ever come up with a safety call? Anyways, that's ridiculous. I, I that's know what that a savant does. Defense. That's what a savant does. I know that. I trust that Colts defense. They got Russell Wilson backed up. They're going to get to him. Derek, give us some real calls that we got right last week. Uh, real calls. We got uh, Bilal Powell, uh, O.J. Right. Ho- Howard, and uh, Deshaun Watson from our Friday show. Um, we had some guys that were fine. Tom Brady, Tyrod Taylor, all right. Then we had some bad misses, of course, uh, a lot of them lately. McCaffrey, Jay Ajayi, uh, obviously shit the bed again. And then, Fuck uh, that guy. yeah, I know it's getting to the point where you just almost have Fuck to. That guy. And then Marquise Lee, I don't know how he disappeared in that game so much. I didn't get yeah, to watch a whole right. lot of that game, but um, yeah, two catches, eighteen yards. I think he only had three targets. I don't, I'm not sure what was going on there. I watched that game. He was no part of the offense. I was looking. I had, I put him in my starting lineup. I thought for sure he's going to be a good flex play this week, and he did nothing at all. Talk about Deshaun Watson, guys. Tom, we picked him up in the FSTA league because we said we're going to need him next week when Matt Ryan, or yeah, Matt Ryan is on a, a bye. So we picked him up a week in advance. Whoa, did he look good? But they've got Kansas City this week. What do you think now? Well, I knew that when we picked him up, that they had Kansas City, but he was the best quarterback out there. I I loved him this week. I was telling everybody on Twitter to start him yesterday. I felt really good about him. Here's the thing that I'll say, even against a tough matchup like he's got against Kansas City, mobile quarterbacks have a higher floor than most, you know, secondary quarterbacks because if he rushes for, let's say, 30 or 40 yards, let's say he gets 40 yards, that's a touchdown pass in most leagues, not the NFFC, but in most leagues, that's a touchdown pass. So now he doesn't have to go crazy for you just to get you where you need to be. If he can get you 15, 16, 17 points, you can live with that. But the mobile quarterback has a higher floor. So even with a tough matchup against Kansas City, if he can get you some rushing production, just throw for one touchdown or so, you'll be more than fine. Derek, you hated our DeAndre Hopkins call, but now these two Clemson guys are getting it on together. Ten catches, 107 yards, and a touchdown. Oh, he was the top wide receiver this week with 26.7 points. You're coming our side, aren't you? You're coming on. I am with Watson playing. That My, my hate had to do with Tom Savage. So, uh, yeah, there I mean, he was feeding Hopkins two weeks in a row, and he looks great going forward. All right, uh, that wraps it up for this day. We're going to talk about Aaron Jones, Tom, uh, tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Packers. We don't know about Ty Montgomery. They're saying that he could play this week. Uh, Maybe the ribs weren't as bad as we thought, but uh, McCarthy gave him off until Tuesday, so they didn't have any practice or anything today. We'll we'll see what the wire says about Aaron Jones, about Ty Montgomery. We'll talk about that and other fab pickups for you before the Wednesday fab. Thanks for joining us, and have a wonderful, not a rainy, Monday. Hey, real quick, we'll have to talk about our uh, overall winners in our baseball contest that wrapped up yesterday oh, yeah. as well, too. So let's uh, let's get that on the docket for tomorrow. You got it, man. All right. Good job, everyone.